to Growth Girl series, where we bring together esteemed professionals to delve into various aspects of growth. Today, we will be talking about how data can help build a better world. And we have just the right person with us to help us unpack this question. Catherine Griffin is the founder of Impactable X, a platform that allows founders of social and environmental uh, impact startups quantify and even forecast their impact. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Effie. It's great to be here with you. Uh, so to start with, uh, tell us some things about yourself. Uh, what led you to create Impactable X? Yeah, so um, Impactable X emerged out of years of testing and development um, at an accelerator and fund that was part of major global innovation initiatives that I led alongside a team um, that worked with hundreds of early stage social entrepreneurs. Um, the focus of the work we did with them was really around traditional business development. How do you sell products and services into public infrastructure like municipalities and prison systems and utilities that often make tough business partners. But we led these global innovation initiatives first with Bloomberg Philanthropies focused on public safety innovation in the US. And then with the Obama administration, um, specifically their climate data initiative um, focused on climate adaptation innovation around the world. Um, and that project in particular was really cross-sector. We worked with a broad consortium of municipalities and multinationals and NGOs and investors and corporates of all kinds. Um, and what happened over the course of these uh, innovation initiatives was these partners started asking, like, what kind of impact are we actually driving for public safety and climate adaptation? Like, what are the outcomes of this work? And so we sat down with the founders in our cohorts and we asked them very simple questions about their impact. And, you know, this is what really got them out of the bed, their bed every day. Like, this is why they founded these companies. And and they couldn't answer them. They didn't even know where to start. And so we looked around for other resources that could plug in here. And many of them were designed for much later stage, often public companies. They asked questions like, what's the pay gap between lowest paid employee and CEO? Which is maybe a great question to ask a corporate, but these guys had teams of like five. It was really their products and services when you know delivered at scale uh, that could really move the needle on some really tough global challenges. And so we just developed our own approach and practiced it internally and had no intention of offering it more widely. Uh, but the companies that used it really accelerated their growth and the investors in our network uh, wanted our analytics from every company in their portfolio. And so um, one of them came to me and said, you really should uh, think about, you know, quote unquote, commercializing this, beginning to offer this more widely to the global community outside of our, you know, specific initiatives. And so um, I spent some time talking to the smartest people I could in the field to really get an, a sense of whether this would add value and really heard 
that impact measurement is critical and it's really hard um, and solutions are really needed. And so that really led me to um, developing Impactable. That's the story behind it. This isn't something that, you know, I dreamt up one day. It really developed out of a clear need and um, and, a, and a challenge on the ground. Um, and so since then, you know, I've realized that it's a much, much bigger problem that is experienced, you know, up and down the capital stack in both public and private markets for a number of players in the ecosystem. Um, and so, you know, the the approach has really been refined and, and has evolved quite a bit over time. Uh, but that's how I got here. Um, Wow, that's an and, uh, It's very inspiring. Yeah. Also, you did talk about, uh, you know, how hard it is to measure impact. So, tell us, uh, uh, how does Impactable X, uh, Impactable X do it? Uh, how does the framework work? Because impact is something that sounds, to me at least, something elusive. So, when I think yeah. of data and impact, I'm really curious to see how you do it. Well, that's such a great question, Effie. Let me start by sharing how how we think about impact when it comes to for-profit and return-seeking uh, organizations, whether it's companies, portfolio companies, or whether it's a portfolio manager. Um, so when you think of social and environmental problems, I mean, these are massive global challenges. And solving massive challenges creates massive value. Entrepreneurs uniquely figure out how to create and capture value by solving these challenges. But revenue only reflects the portion of that value that can be monetized. And so we think about social impact as unmonetized external value value often experienced by third parties or the commons in the case of carbon emissions reductions, right? That is value. There is a price for carbon, but that's experienced by the commons, right? Um, And so we capture the full value of an innovation. We capture that. We help companies capture the full value that they create for the world beyond what is just monetized. And so the first step is pretty straightforward, though in practice, it's often less clear. Um, And this is where we really just define the metrics and outcomes uh, that an innovation drives. And so you know, whether you're working in justice tech or clean tech or ed tech or fintech, whatever it might be, um, we figure out what really, what the company can measure, what is the the metric, that the data that a company can collect, and then what are the outcomes of the work? What happens as a consequence of them doing this? Um, we also, so we start by defining metrics and outcomes. We also start by understanding a company's business model. Are they B2B? Are they B2C? What we want to do here is figure out what their core unit of growth is, what a common denominator is between revenue and impact. And just to respond to your sort of your elusive comment about the nature of impact, this is fundamentally about 
um, increasing access to opportunities or improving outcomes for marginalized populations, right? So you don't get credit for making the rich richer. It's really about serving populations that are marginalized in some way. Um, and it's about resource efficiency um, in the case of environmental impact. And so um, we figure out what those metrics and outcomes are and what a unit of growth is that drives both impact and revenue. So, you know, this could be a hospital or a prison or a farm or a utility, whatever it might be. Um, it could be a zip code, um, it could be an individual user, um, but we figure out what that unit of growth is. And so this, this enables us to configure a model and then we move into populating it. And this is where we gather data, and we gather third-party research. Impact is all about change. And so um, referencing absolute numbers, uh, we emitted 10 tons of carbon, or even we reduced 10 tons of carbon. Um, it's about contextualizing it. And so we draw from third-party research that says, you know, this is the total emissions in this geography or from this industry. Um, and this is the change a company can drive on the overall problem. Um, and that's really important uh, because we have to we have to help folks understand, right? That's the whole point. Like what kind of change are you driving on a problem? And so we draw from company data and we draw from third party research. Um, to contextualize that data, quantify outcomes, and translate impact into the value that it is. Um, what's important to note here is that companies often lack impact data. They don't know what to measure. They don't know how to measure it. If they do have it, it's siloed or they don't know what to do with it, how to make sense of it. It might be messy. It might be anecdotal. Um, and so what's really interesting about what we do is that we enable companies to start with estimates if they need to, um, just like they do with financial projections. Um, it brings immense clarity and estimates are accepted in the financial community as long as you're prepared to substantiate them. Um, so, you know, if you liken it to financial projections, like no investor is going to hold a founder to their five-year revenue projections, but no investor would take a meeting with a founder who didn't have them. Like it's just critical. Um, and of course, the point is to get smarter over time and validate your estimates with, you know, primary data. Um, but this enables founders to start somewhere and reach initial insights um uh what we do at impactable then is provide a rating so a company's model could be entirely estimate driven but it receives the lowest rating um and the companies that the you know their model is populated with primary data from top to bottom they get the highest rating this enables readers to understand the legitimacy of their claims um, but also get value from having even the lowest rating analysis. So um, 
this is really the process that we guide companies through and we try to make it as lightweight and easy as possible. We do all the calculations on their behalf. We run all the analytics. We just need a few simple data points or assumptions from them. Uh, and you mentioned investors. So I'm pretty sure for startups you work with, uh, you know, that's very important for them to have this number. So. Uh, in your experience, uh, how important is it for investors to have these numbers, and uh, you know how you know does it help startups raise? Hundred um, percent. So this is a question that's evolving pretty rapidly. Um, investors themselves struggle with this. Some really do it quite well. Others don't even know where to begin um but one thing is for sure the companies that can do this will differentiate impact investors will ask how you measure impact what are your metrics they may not have clear expectations for how a founder should respond um they may but they may not um, and so the founders who can preempt these questions and provide, you know, a rigorous basis for their impact claims will absolutely be the ones that differentiate. Obviously, there are so many different variables that go into fundraising and whether, you know, a company app, uh, ultimately raises. Um, but this is absolutely one way that they can differentiate and our clients are outperforming and they may be self-selecting to some degree or the folks that use us tend to be the ones with a high degree of integrity and commitment to transparency and really believe in their mission. They're driven by their mission and so they themselves want to know these numbers. Um, but uh, we find that that companies that do this work um, have lower costs of capital, are able to choose the investors they work with, are able to work with values aligned, maybe more patient capital. Um, it really puts them in a powerful position when it comes to fundraising, provided you know the rest of their business fundamentals are sound. Great. So um, can you share like a specific example of a startup or, or any other organization that you've helped uh, quantify their data? How does that look like? So you, you've described, um, you know, what it may mean, but uh, like in, in a specific case. Sure, um, I can provide so many different examples. I mean, one company uh, works in the justice tech space, um, helping folks who are either incarcerated or returning from prison um, navigate the criminal justice system. And what this company did was recognize that technical violations uh, meaning, you know, failure to appear at an arraignment or some meeting was a major driver of recidivism, returning to prison within three years, which is an enormous challenge in the United States in particular. Recidivism rates 
vary from, you know, 60 to 75%. I mean, it's really a challenge. And so what this company did was develop an app that enables folks who are navigating the system to simply appear for arraignments and other appointments at a higher rate, um, help them figure out how to get there, help them to reschedule if they need to, remind them of, I mean, really just simple, simple support um, and found that they're, by doing that, they're able to reduce these technical violations. So that's the nature of the technology. They sell into public defender sites and probation and parole sites. So for for this particular model, those are their units of growth. And so what that means is we look at, you know, per public uh, probation or parole site, how many people are in the system? What is the baseline technical violation rate or failure to appear rate? And then based off of the app, with the app, what is the technical violation rate or failure to appear rate? And we found that they were able to reduce uh, technical violations by 58% per probation parole site. Then, so that's the that's the metric. That's the thing that the company does. But then we look at the outcomes because what really matters here is how reducing technical violations ultimately impacts the recidivism rate. And so um, we looked at the consequences of failing to appear at a particular appointment resulting in bench warrants, resulting in re-arrests, and ultimately resulting in reincarceration. And so by reducing the number of folks who have technical violations, you're then reducing the number of people who have bench warrants, likelihood of re-arrests, and ultimately recidivism reduction. That's just one example, um, but there are countless others, um, you know, I, I could give examples in virtually every impact vertical, closing the wealth gap, um, climate, uh, ag tech for sure, women and girls education, I mean, across the board. Um, but the structure remains the same uh, for every company. It's just about figuring out the nature of their work and the business model behind it. Yeah the example you gave us is very very impressive and uh, it really helps us understand how you know i started uh, this uh, conversation with you saying uh, you will help us understand how data can build a better world by listening to the examples one can really grasp the idea of yes we see change but we can also measure it uh, it's very impressive to me and very inspiring And I know that uh, Impactable uh, recently um, joined Techstars, uh, which is, uh, you know, a dream come true for many startups out there. Uh, we know this. Uh, so how is the experience so far for you? Oh, Effie, it's been extraordinary. Like, I really don't know another word to use for it. Um, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity, one that I do not take for granted. You know, I've been on the other side of the table running an accelerator fund. I've watched 
so many companies come through uh, our program and go on to work at with Techstars or Y Combinator or close funding from Andreessen and other, you know, really sophisticated VCs and um, to now have the experience myself. I mean, it's uh, it's unbelievable um, and I and it's truly valuable. I see why Techstars uh, really has the results it does. Um, they invest so much in us and support us uh, in every possible way. Um, we uh, had an opportunity recently to go through what's called mentor madness, where essentially it's like speed dating. I mean, they had 65 mentors, I think, from Uber and Meta and Square and Roblox. They had tech wizards and, um, you know, marketing ninjas and investors. Uh, and so we, we, we speed dated with them and ultimately got paired with a handful of them. Um, that was tremendous and just a fire hose of inspiration and resources. Um, it can definitely be overwhelming. I mean, I've had to really just get comfortable with being like totally overwhelmed um, and figure and, and practice like diligently maintaining my focus on top priorities and like key metrics that matter um, while also sort of parking opportunity in a plan that I can return to after I build out my team, after I raise capital, you know, when it's when it's really more appropriate. But um, the relationships are huge, you know, as anyone knows in business and in fundraising and they've really uh, helped us not only, you know, just, you know, really in, uh, you build our network in a major, major way, but also um, uh, enhance the quality of our relationships with the folks in those networks. Uh, Techstars has um, a mantra. It's, you know, hashtag give first. Yeah. Um, and they really practice that. I mean, it is not just a tagline. It's um, it's embedded in really every interaction. Um, and, you know, they encourage us as, you know, members of the cohort to receive first. Um, but I cannot wait and look for every opportunity to give back to that community because, man, it's unbelievable and really a family. Um, you know, I've had a chance to reach out to perfect strangers in the network and just by nature of being part of the Techstars family, they'll make time for me and generously share their experience and their resources and network. So it's been unbelievable, um, you know, so I'm, I'm in, immensely grateful for the opportunity and encourage uh, anyone else who's really considering um, how to, you know, fast track their work to consider Techstars. Um, That's great. For sure. Yeah. So before we close this uh, interview together, um, if uh, anyone uh, is listening that is a startup founder of a social uh, or environmental impact startup, how can they sign up for Impactable? How, what can they do at the States that you are now? 
Yeah, so go to our website, impactablex.com, and I'm happy to share that we have a really unique opportunity right now uh, for founders and funders to sign up to be the first to get access to our software, which is about to come out. Um, uh, so we're going to be offering you know, exclusive discounts and perks um, and resources and give them, of course, the first first access to the platform. And, um, you know, we really value the customers we've worked with over the last two years and, um, uh, you know, want to make sure that we get to work with them for the long term and for the others that, you know, join us now. Uh, well, we have the same spirit. Um, so please join us. If you want to sign up for access to the app, go to app.impactablex.com um, and reach out to me anytime on LinkedIn. Uh, so I will also add the links in the description of the video in uh, everywhere that we post this uh, this video. Do not miss this opportunity. Any founders, funders out there, uh, thank you so much, Catherine. It was great. Uh, I, um, you know, I have one word for what you said. It's inspiring, at least. Uh, so you did a great job describing, uh, you know, like something that is very complicated. It's very clear at the same time now. Good. Thank you Good. so much for that. It's my pleasure, Effie. Thank you so much for having me. It's a total pleasure. Thank you.